Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Safe Interaction 956, who says, Wife, 37 female, cheated on me, 37 male, two years ago, and we worked through it. Now, I want to leave, and I feel guilty. Just over two years ago, my wife cheated on me with a co-worker at a work's Christmas party out of town. She told me immediately the morning after. To say I was devastated would be an understatement. This happened pretty much immediately prior to our country going into lockdown, so we were stuck together. I was in a bit of a daze at the time and just kind of went through the motions. I was angry and miserable, but also wanted to understand why she would do it. Hence, it made sense to work through it at the time, seeing as we were seemingly stuck together. To her credit though, she did everything possible to make it right. She quit her job, cut off all contact with a co-worker, offered to go to therapy and counseling, and even admitted to what she did publicly. I never asked her to do this, and her mother and sister are very close to her and were appalled. She became much more loving and considerate, and even offered to let me sleep with someone else. I was actually upset with the suggestion, but she was only saying it out of desperation. Fast forward to now, two years later, and by all accounts, things feel like they're back to normal again, at least for her. She's no longer moping around the house, stepping on eggshells in conversation, breaking down when anything regarding cheating happens. She started crying while we were watching a soap where a wife cheats on her husband. Unfortunately, I feel like this return to normalcy has reopened the wound. I think about that night more these days than I did the previous two years. I don't know why, but I think that society returning to a bit of a pre-2020 state has made me feel like I've gone back in time to that evening. I can't stand to look at her anymore. Not in a she disgusts me way, but in more of a why you still even here kind of way. I feel guilty for wanting to leave now after all the work she put in even though logically, I know I shouldn't. I feel like I'm the bad guy for wanting to end the marriage after the work she has put in. I know people will be able to easily say she made her bed, etc. But I'm still struggling with the idea of leaving her for her sake. I don't hate her for it, but I don't think I love her anymore and I know this will destroy her. Part of me wishes I was strong enough to have left when it happened. Anyone been in a similar situation or have any advice? Thanks in advance. Edit. Thanks for all the responses. I feel I already made up my mind about what I needed to do. But having people validate that I wouldn't be wrong for leaving has given me the push I need. I'll be talking to my wife later today. And we'll cover those comments in a moment. And the updates as well. And to me in this one, OP is their own person with their own feelings. And I think in some ways, fair play for them for trying to repair things when they could. But... 
I don't think you should be feeling guilty about having your own set of feelings. You absolutely tried when you could, but you can't help that you're falling out of love with her for her betrayal. And I imagine this happens a whole load of times in life. You know, people get together, something happens, some infidelity happens, and then they try working it out. But a year later, you just can't move past it. And all I can do is put myself in OP's shoes. And I think I would feel the same in that situation. Whenever we talk about a lot of stories about trust and the trust being broken, I would find it personally, I don't know whether that's right or wrong, I'd find it real difficult to move past. And that's just a personal feeling from me. And that would be in a whole variety of situations from friends to partners or whatever, not just infidelity. Once that trust is broken to me, I find it real hard to repair those things. But as I said, you know, you shouldn't feel guilty for having your own feelings. Mostly Relevant says, you can't help the way you feel. Her effort to make things right is completely admirable, but ultimately a relationship is two people and two sets of feelings. Staying for her sake helps no one. She will sense you are there for the wrong reasons and it will cause a brand new set of issues. If you don't love her, then leave. It will hurt in the beginning, but if you don't hate her, then you wouldn't want to be deprived of then you wouldn't want her to be deprived of love. And you deserve to be in a place where you trust and love fearlessly. Staying for the sake of never works in a good way. Be kind in the break, but don't stay for some misguided idea that you are a knight in shining armor. You will both survive and thrive. Blade982 says a lot of people find themselves in your situation. They don't immediately leave because they've been blindsided and everything is too much to process. But once they come to terms with a betrayal, they can no longer look past it. Don't see the last two years as wasted. If you have left that night, you may have still been suffering from the trauma of betrayal. You had a chance to work through it, see her remorse and fallen out of love with her organically. It will be difficult for her. She's done all the right things since she cheated, but reconciliation is never guaranteed. It will be better for her too, for you to split before true resentment sets in. Flair says, and quotes, I don't think I love her anymore. Then says, besides everything else, besides all her effort, besides of forgiving, reasoning, etc. That quote up there is the only matter that should give you a clear decision. Dworthy says, this is why cheating is a deal breaker for so many people. Getting past the betrayal is almost impossible, even if you try and the breakup would be the consequence of her actions. And no nonsense says, this isn't uncommon. Many betrayed spouses who stay end up leaving years later. The reality is you tried and you just can't get past it. No shame in it. Unfortunately, it was your wife who brought you here. No one is prepared for this type of trauma and how they will react. You need to do what you feel is best for you. You only get one shot at this thing called life and you don't want to spend it being miserable. I wish you well. Now we're going to move on to the update to find out what happened. So the update says, thanks to everyone who commented on my previous post. I was surprised how much people cared about my benign marriage problems, but it helped me a lot. I checked this account out today to see what the responses were since last week and was taken aback by the number of people who wanted an update. The day after I posted, I talked to my wife and laid out my feelings. I mentioned some of the points that people on my previous post had articulated very well that resonated with me. I told her while I had forgiven her, I was struggling to forget what happened and the fact we were seemingly going back to normal had triggered something in me and now I couldn't stop thinking about it. I said that whilst I do appreciate all the work she put in to try and save our marriage, I couldn't continue anymore. 
I mentioned a point that someone on my previous post said that whilst we were in lockdown, it almost felt easier to just ignore the issue to some degree as I would always know where she was or what she was doing. But recently, for the first time since it happened, she's going into town and visiting friends and my mind is just running at 100 miles an hour while she's out. Who is she with? Why is she slightly late home, etc.? And I haven't had to confront these feelings before. She cried, I cried, she begged me to stay and I cried again. We spent what felt like hours just sitting together in the living room, not speaking at points. She asked the same questions multiple times. Do I still love her? Will we ever see each other again? Is there anything we can try to make this work? I think eventually she was doing it to delay the inevitable. She's now staying at her mum's house and I'm going to file for divorce. I know it's easy to lay all the blame at her feet when you're on the outside looking in, but I feel just as bad today as I did the day I found out what happened. I am heartbroken again and know full well I'm going to question myself if I've made the right choice. You can tell me it is the right choice all you like. There is no way I will ever be sure this was the right choice. There are no winners with this shit. Everyone is miserable. Everything sucks and I'm here reliving the most painful experience of my life for the benefit of a bunch of internet strangers who probably only want to read about the drama and have no reason to care about me personally. I don't mean to come across as bitter. I had lots of genuinely supportive comments on my previous post. I'm just really struggling right now. I won't be using this account or responding here again after this post. Thanks to everyone who commented on my previous post. And when OP said in that last paragraph there, they said there are no winners with this shit. And that is absolutely true. After cheating, there will be no winners in the end, will there? But I really do wish the best for OP, regardless of what they said about the internet drama and stuff like that. I really do wish them the best. And and just because, you know, we are internet strangers and we don't know each other, it doesn't mean you can't empathize with someone who's going for an absolute shit time right now. You can still get feelings of what he's going through through the post and what what his partner's going through as well. And one day, whether it happens or not, I hope that they can both look back in the future at this and say, you know, it was for the best. But what do you guys make of this situation? Do you think there was ever a chance that they could have, you know, made it up? Have you been through a similar thing in the past? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Crew Various, who asks, am I the asshole for refusing to forgive my cousin after she tried to get with my boyfriend? And of course comes with an update as well. I, 18 male, have been with my boyfriend, 18 male, and have been together since May 2019. We are both bisexual. Last year, everything started to shut down. My parents offered to let my cousin, Amy, 18 female, stay with us as she is immunocompromised and her parents are both doctors, where mine are both able to work from home. Everything was fine for a while. We mostly kept to ourselves, did our schoolwork, and spent time online with our friends. A few weeks in, I sat in the kitchen on FaceTime with my boyfriend. Usually, I would have done this in my bedroom, but my dad's office is next to my room, and he was on an important work call. She came in to get something and must have glanced over my shoulder and seen him. When I had ended the call, she asked who he was. I told her he was my boyfriend and she just made the comment that he was cute. At the time, it didn't seem like it was going to be a big deal. But after that, whenever I tried to have a call with my friends or my boyfriend, she would try to come into my room. 
She tried to play it off as wanting to ask me a question, but it was happening too often. And she would keep asking, don't I get to say hi? Which I found odd. We go to different schools and she had never met my friends or shown any interest in them before this point. And if my phone rang while we're in the same room, she would always ask if it was the cute boyfriend and she started making comments about how she wished she had met him first. I asked her to stop as it was making me feel uncomfortable. It got worse. She found him on Facebook and started sending flirty and sexual messages to him. He blocked her and she made a second account and continued until we blocked her again. She then got into my phone and found his number and started texting and calling him. She would leave voicemails and it was always about how good she would be as his girlfriend and how he should leave me for her and everything she would do for him. She even sent him nudes. He blocked her number. I told my parents what she was doing and showed them the proof and they told her she had to leave because she was making me so uncomfortable. I've not spoken to her since. My extended family are now trying to make plans for this summer, hoping everyone can get together. I'm refusing to go to anything she's at because I feel she would just try again. Everyone except my parents are telling me that I'm ruining the plans just to be spiteful as she has apologized. A half-assed sorry when she realized my parents were serious about her going back home. I feel like an asshole because it means we can't have any family plans and I'm essentially making everyone choose between us. But I don't want to be around her if she's going to keep making me uncomfortable. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Edit 1. My boyfriend didn't want to involve the police or anything. 2. The news were deleted. 3. My parents are likely to go even if I don't. They support me in my choice not to go. Edit 2. We've arranged a family Zoom call for next weekend and, and I've said I want to be able to say my piece before anything else. I plan to lay everything out, telling everyone exactly what she did. It should be interesting. If I remember, I will update with what happens. And we do have that update. Found him on Facebook, so located him there sent him flirty sexual messages to him. He blocked her, so she created another account, blocked her again, got into your phone, found his number, and started texting him voicemails, nudes, and he blocked her number there. She, she sexually harassed your partner and stalked him. And I think she's very lucky that your boyfriend didn't want to involve the police or anything like that. And in some ways, I feel bad for OP that they can't attend family events, you know, for something that's not their fault. And I wonder if the rest of the family has seen these text messages and the behavior she was displaying here. And would they still feel the same way if they did know? 
And don't get me wrong, I totally understand that OP not wanting to be around this person. I wouldn't want to be around this person either, but I just feel bad for them that they don't get to attend these family events when, you know, they wasn't the cause of this issue at all. And does everyone know the true extent of everything that's happening or has it all been twisted round in some other way? Time Capsule says, not the arsehole like others have said, tried to get with is honestly a pretty mild description. She 100% sexually harassed him. He made it clear that he was not interested, but she kept sending him sexual messages and nudes. That's incredibly inappropriate, predatory behavior. A half-assed apology isn't gonna fix that. Olin Dirt says, not the asshole. This woman is a straight up stalker and ignored your feelings, her own cousin and commitment to pursue some fantasy relationship with your own boyfriend. She seems shallow and superficial to be able to latch onto someone she doesn't know based on looks only. Obviously, you are deeply hurt by her behavior and her actions and the effect on you need to be clearly communicated to your parents and quite possibly the whole family as to why you aren't comfortable being around her any longer. I don't blame you at all, but don't let this woman get the best of you by keeping away from your loved ones. Good luck. Brett Mill Rob says you're not the asshole, but I would still go to the family functions. If it comes up at the event, you simply state again that she's making you uncomfortable again and she must respect your boundaries calm, cool, and collected, preferably in front of her parent or an elder family member. This would be a great way to show your maturity handling an uncomfortable situation. Hunt Miserable says not the arsehole and please take some of the advice here. Family needs to see the text. They probably think it was an innocent but unfortunate crush. Not the stalking and harassment that it was. Hope to hear a positive update soon. So now let's move on to the update to find out what happened next taken some advice from the original post. I decided to speak to my family all together. We had a group Zoom call on Saturday. It was interesting to say the least. On the call, it was me and my parents, my cousin Amy and her parents, my grandparents and my other two aunts. It was the first time seeing my cousin since my parents sent her back to her parents last year. Even just her on the screen made me feel uncomfortable. I laid out everything she did. I told everyone about the messages she sent my boyfriend, the voicemail she left, and I told them about the nudes. I didn't go into a lot of detail about them, but I gave a basic description so they could understand how indecent the pictures were. Amy was pissed. I hadn't even finished speaking and she was screaming at me. She was swearing and insulting me a lot and used the F slur a number of times. A lot of it boiled down to me being a horrible person, spreading lies about her. I asked if anyone wanted to see screenshots of the messages she had been sending my boyfriend. She launched into saying they must have been faked. After she had calmed down, I said to everyone that this is why I was uncomfortable about being around her. She had invaded my privacy and harassed my boyfriend and she had never apologized or shown any remorse. My nan started telling me that I should just forgive her to make it easier for everyone. Oh dear, dear, dear. I said that I needed a real apology to both me and my boyfriend before I could even think about forgiving her, especially as she is still acting like she did nothing wrong. My nan and my aunts then started tearing into me, saying that I was tearing the family apart over nothing. My mum cut in then and said that Amy was lucky that my boyfriend didn't decide to go to the police after everything she did. She also said that if everyone thinks I am at fault for not forgiving her, rather than her being at fault for what she did, maybe we needed to have some time where we are not in contact. This didn't go over too well with my nan, but my mum stuck by it. 
It's not the outcome I wanted, but maybe being no contact with that part of the family might give me time to move forward from what happened. And I love, I love the fact that the parents back up Opie in this one, mum cutting in and saying, you know, Amy was lucky that boyfriend didn't decide to go to the police, but the family still turned, tried to turn it around and almost went for the excuse. But family, you're breaking up the family. No, Amy bloody broke up the family. And Amy should be the one getting a good bollocking. Just coming back in to edit in this later because I realize, you know, <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with British slang words, <laughs> bollocking is a severe like reprimanding, basically. <laughs> Just what I come across as anything else. But instead, the family choose to do bugger all and blame the victim in this situation. Because why? And say it with me, guys. Because family. <laughs> Gee whiz. I think it's probably a good outcome in the end for OP. I mean, you know, the family should have backed OP, but going no contact with them is a good solution to what's gone on here. But what do you guys make of this situation? If you was OP, how would you have handled it? And it's one of those stories that, you know, I don't think is going to be quite over. There's going to be further drama down the road for that. So I will keep an eye on that. But to let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending your time with me today and getting involved in today's stories. As always, it's absolutely amazing what you do. And I can never thank you enough for, for you know, liking, subscribing and getting involved in the channel. One of my favorite things about this whole channel and always has been from the very start is when people get in touch with me and tell me their stories and, and about what they're going through in life. You know, it's, it's not always double positive or anything like that. And I'm not saying I love hearing, you know, negative things in your life, but hearing the real humans behind our community, the people that built it, you lovely folks, is always a pleasure to hear. So thank you so much for getting involved and talking to me and all that sort of stuff. Let me know your thoughts on today's stories and just a huge thank you. And I will see you hopefully in the next one. Take care, guys. <laughs> much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs. Brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.